It's April, and that means it's springtime here in the Northern Hemisphere, just in time for Christmas. If you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, hang on, and after Justine's book recommendation, it will make sense. It's time to pit on your sleuthing cap, feel nail-biting dread, and face heart-racing fear. This is Queer Writers of Crime, where you'll get book recommendations and hear interviews with LGBTQ authors of mystery, suspense, and thriller novels. Here's your host, Brad Shree. Hi, this is Brad, and welcome to Queer Writers of Crime, and this is our weekly book recommendation episode, and I'm thrilled this week it is Justine's turn to tell us what book she's read and tell us all about it. What do you have, Justine? Well, um, I got Christmas in the springtime. This is a book called 12 Days of Murder by Jason Wrench. And I think people are going, why are you just getting to your Christmas to be read list now? However, this is the first in a series. The second book has been released on February 22nd. So it's brand new. But you need to have read this one before you start that one. Because this one has got the characters meeting and you know getting together by the end and in the next one there there are couples so you really do need to read this book first and and i gotta say Um, die hard which is probably the greatest christmas movie of all time can be watched (laughs) anytime throughout the year so why not this book the same well you know it's a wonderful life was originally released in the summer oh really you know uh it did very poorly when it was released in the summer And, (laughs) and and i kept looking at it going you know, Frank Capper, why the hell did you think it was not a Christmas movie? How How is this possible that it's not a Christmas movie? Well, the critics thought it was too schmaltzy, which is exactly why people love it, though. Yes, but you don't need schmaltzy at Christmas time, not schmaltzy at the summer. No, that is true. That is true. It was at the end of the war, so, th- you know, things might have been kind of crazy going then. Yeah. So, where am I? Back to the 12 Days of Murder. Like, I like this book as... You know, one of my pet peeves is people don't know when the 12 days of Christmas is. Christmas is the first day of the 12 days of Christmas, and it goes through Epiphany on January 6th. And most people, less so now, but most people thought that Christmas was the 12th day of Christmas, and this book makes a little bit of that mistake mm. because the murders were one a day for the 12 days before Christmas. One of the things I particularly like in this world are unique murders and bodies found in famous places. Kind of like the body on the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Do you know any books like that? I've heard of one. I, I heard it's okay. You know, last month we were talking about the body in the bathhouse, and, you know, this month we're doing the body at the landmark. Well, none of these murders uh, was found on the ho- on the Hollywood sign because the whole book is set in New York. However, the first crime scene is at F.A.O. Schwartz which is a huge place for Christmas and toys. And they have a, you know, this is probably a bit of a spoiler because it's, but it's early in the book. And I think people will really get intrigued to pick it up and read it. They have a Christmas tree with mittens on it um, where people go and they take the mitten and they, with a name of a disadvantaged child in it, and they go and they buy the present for that child from the store. Well, somebody picks up a mitten and it's got a uh, frozen cadaver hand in it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Merry Christmas, little boy. <laughs> Merry Christmas is right. And then it, and it just that book just takes off from there. Twelve places around New York. In the middle, it's, uh, you know, he kind of skips through a bunch of the crimes, tells you, oh, it's, well, we found a body part here and a body part there. So don't think you're sitting through the details of 12 murders, which uh, it would move a little slowly, I think. The book is very, very well paced. Um, the murders hit at all the, the right spots and the clues come out and, and just the right beats. The whole thing's a little talky talk for me and, and other people... This is one of those like, oh, I think the book is too much. And other people are like, oh, thank goodness, a book that finally does this. But there's a lot of backstory. A character comes in and you kind of get, you know, to know the, the guy gives a little paragraph, two paragraph summary of, you know, the character came from here and this is how they met and this is where they, what, where they work. I think a lot of people believe that or do not believe that, but like that, it, that gets a little talky talk for me. Still, that is probably the only flaw in what is... Uh, Otherwise, a absolutely wonderful book, and I would not, I would not put a book down for that. Put not certainly, I put this book down for that. And Jason Wrench is a professor at SUNY New Paltz, and he started. He wrote this book back in 2010, and then picked it up when the pandemic started, polished it off. Pride Publishing published it, and now he's got a second book on the way. So things are really, you know. Wonderful. Just burst out of nowhere, and the pandemic obviously did him good. Yeah, different writers reacted different ways during the pandemic. Yep, yep. And so, I got to admit, until recently, I thought Christmas Day was the twelfth day of Christmas. I am one of those. Yes, <laughs> I am curious because I think FAO Schwartz is bankrupt now. When does this take place? Well, it was written in twenty ten. Okay, they were still around. They were still around. They may even have their flagship store still there. They had, they had overexpanded. They had an FAO Schwartz, you know, store in every mall in America, it seemed. Yeah. Um, and so the company went under. And I think I thought somebody had bought them. Well, now we're going to have to Google. We're going to be one of those podcasts that. Well, while, uh, while you Google, I'll let people know if you ever watched the movie Big with Tom Hanks and I can't remember the other gentleman's name, Dancing on the Piano, that is FAO Schwartz. Yeah. And I used to go to the FAO, FAO Schwartz when I uh, lived in Las Vegas. God help me. It was a, that was the one good thing about Las Vegas. I could spend days in that store. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, I lived on, you know, in New York City, less than a mile away. So FAO Schwartz was someplace we went often. Not to buy, obviously. Um, but now they've got a website. They have uh, things available for sale online. So I don't know. Do they? I don't. I think they may not have a physical store. I don't know what's in that spot. I'm sure every every uh, listener who's in New York or been to New York is going to write in and, and you know be as horrified that I don't know about this and you don't know about this as I am horrified about people not knowing what the twelve days of Christmas is. Yes, send us an email or go on uh, to the website and you can leave a voicemail and let us know what the hell is the deal with FHO shorts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will see you next month. Look forward to it. Sounds great. If you enjoy Queer Writers of Crime, let others know and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's easy by clicking Love the Podcast in the show notes. If you prefer another app, you can click the same link to see if they offer them. Who knows? Brad may just read yours on the air.